Water can be stored underground naturally, but it can also be stored above ground artificially in reservoirs. There are two reservoirs on the Severn, but their main function is water supply, not flood protection. You would need to build many more across the catchment for effective flood protection. And this is a very expensive option. But the Severn already has its own natural reservoir. At the confluence of the Severn and Vernry rivers, 50 square kilometres of floodplain provides an impressive amount of storage. The natural storage capacity of the floodplain is enhanced by a man-made flood protection system. This dates back to the 18th century. This may look like an ordinary grassy bank, but in fact it's called an argy. These embankments prevent flood water coming onto the field behind them during smaller floods. But during big floods, like the floods of autumn 2000, the water will overtop the argies. Gates like this one hold water on the field for a while and then let water flow back into the river more slowly. The confluence area can temporarily store about a third of the flood water from the Severn and the Vernwy. But this is not enough to stop the big floods from causing havoc in Shrewsbury. To do that, you'd probably need a major change in land use. It's already difficult to farm riverside land productively because of the floods. It's something you get used to. Other people from outside of the flood area don't really appreciate what we have to put up with. But we get used to it, we get on with it, and um, we cope to the best we can. Farmers are already being encouraged to think more about biodiversity. Under the Countryside Stewardship Scheme, they're offered incentives to restore arable cropland to grassland. The land that we've taken out, which is approximately 16 hectares, is land that's fairly non-productive. And it's non-productive for the very reason that we have a flood every winter. And so we have to replant that land to successfully get a crop. If there are schemes to encourage biodiversity, then many believe there should be similar schemes to encourage flood alleviation. Upstream of Barry's farm, just over the border in Wales, is Doleth Hafran Nature Reserve. This stretch of the floodplain shows how the river could be managed differently. The majority of the rivers in this area are constrained by farming, by land management. Um, all the way down the, the, the Severn Valley, the uh, farms come right up to the edge and they, and they defend that land, understandably. Uh, but here, because it's a nature reserve, we can just let the river rip. It can do its own thing. You get the banks of shingle stones piled up, and every year they're in a different place. You get the banks eroded every year, cut away, cut, cut, cut. The river will move into a new bit of field. 
but at the same time as it moves into new areas, it'll leave other areas behind and create pools and oxbow lakes in an unpredictable fashion across the whole reserve. Some think this kind of environment could have real benefits in terms of flood alleviation. In the past, we've considered that the best way to manage the land is to get the water off the ground as quickly as possible. But of course, we're so good at that now with the new technologies that we have. The, 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 any rain that falls goes straight into the river, whoosh, straight down to Shrewsbury. What we're now realizing is the best way to manage potential floods is to hold the water on the land. And of course, areas such as this nature reserve, we're quite happy to hold that water for a couple of days. We're quite happy for the land to flood. We're quite happy for the river to meander and slow that water passage down. It's only 50 hectares, but I think it demonstrates the principle very well. This option presents a number of problems, however. For it to have a real impact, a great deal of farmland would have to be converted into washland. You'd also need to be able to control how long water stays on the land. To alleviate flooding, water needs to be stored, but only temporarily. Water needs to drain off the land before the next flood, or it'll be too saturated to provide any more storage. As we've seen, there are no simple explanations for why the River Severn floods in Shrewsbury, and there are no simple answers for what we ought to do about it. Without doubt, the changing environment of the Severn presents us with a number of challenges for the future. One of these could be climate change. Some climatologists are predicting that in the future, extreme weather events will become much more frequent. This can mean more big floods. There's still a great deal of uncertainty about climate change. What is certain, however, is that the river is continually renewing itself. Perhaps we too will need to renew the way we live and work alongside it.